0: Got a smile on my face for this one. Oregon basketball refuses to quit on this season. The Ducks knock off number 12 UCLA at home in front of a great crowd. Instant reactions and where Oregon goes from here. Coming up today, here we go. You are Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Oregon Ducks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, it is that time once again for Locked On Ducks. I'm your host, Spencer McLaughlin, D1 play-by-play broadcaster, lifelong Oregon Ducks fan. Thank you for making this your first listen or your first view every day. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your number one source to stay up to date with the Ducks every single weekday like and subscribe if you have not already please leave a five-star review on apple podcasts or wherever you're listening to the show if you want to drop a nice comment on there or on youtube always makes my day to see that sort of stuff by the way i've seen the reviews coming in i appreciate the fact that you like the show and take the time to let me know just a couple clicks of the button let me know i'm doing a a decent enough job here hosting the show because I take this job very seriously. I always will. I love the Ducks too much to do anything else. And those Ducks have got me in a fantastic mood today. Really, really good. I mean, I mean a thoroughly good mood. I'm recording this as the game ended about 30, 45 minutes ago. Really fantastic. And on Phil Knight's 84th birthday. We should have known then. Right? I mean, I didn't know that today was Phil's birthday until... You know, leading up to the game, I saw some stuff on social media about it. You can't lose on Phil Knight's birthday. He has given us so much as duck fans, and we owe him a great deal. You all know that. Happy birthday, Mr. Knight, and a great present to see with Oregon basketball knocking off the Twelfth rank Bruins. That was thoroughly good. The energy and and passion and play style that showed up in Tucson and very nearly, got a huge win at Arizona, was there basically from the get-go uh, against UCLA. I mean, this was a game where the Ducks kind of felt in control throughout. They had a double-digit lead a couple times. I don't think they trailed uh, hardly at all in this one. I, I mean, it was a really well-played game. And by the way, speaking of Phil Knight and what he's given to the University of Oregon, you talk about branding power. I got this story from my brother the other day. He works at Disneyland, like in the park. Yes, it is indeed a very cool job. Like I have a cool job, but he works at Disneyland. So anyway, and he said that a couple guys came on the attraction where he works, Goofy Sky School. He's a core lead there. And they were wearing Oregon gear. So naturally, he sees that and he's a duck fan, too, and says like, oh, where in Oregon are you guys from? And they said, California. Yeah. Big time brand power. You love to see that sort of stuff. Just like you love to see this win against UCLA. 68-63 in front of a great crowd. Crowd was electric. Crowd was fantastic. And I tell that story about my brother and those Duck fans to say that I love Oregon fans. If that wasn't clear, I love the Ducks. I love the school. But I love Oregon fans for so many reasons. Number one, they show up in a big way on Phil's birthday. That's a good thing. But you know what else? Major shout out to all the fans in Matthew Knight Arena tonight. That went to the game gave a great environment and gave our team the boost they needed to get a big win and keep the the season alive however it ends this is just a big time win and they look they had lost three of four games they had they lost three of four including two in a row down in uh down in tucson and the season overall hasn't looked the way that we really wanted it to as duck fans but But, 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 the wonderful fans in Eugene showed up, great crowd, games on ESPN, as it always is with Oregon and UCLA, because it's always a great game, was again this year. Oregon sweeps the Bruins, which is a great accomplishment in and of itself. Duck fans showed up in a big, big way and propelled the defense tonight. It's just, you know, Duck fans come from everywhere nowadays good with me everybody's welcome to the flock as long as you bring that sort of energy and man did they ever the at-large dreams are alive I won't say alive and well because there's still some work to be done but this is a huge win huge huge win and let's go through the game because I'll, I'll get to the you know the ramifications and where Oregon stands all that stuff a little bit later, but let's get to the game after I tell you March Madness is only a few weeks away, which is exciting. Greatest sporting event on planet Earth followed by the Masters just doesn't get any better. Spring sports are really awesome, but it's only a few weeks away. That means you need to start thinking now about where you're going to be running your brackets this year. Are you going for the usual or are you looking for the best? We've done our homework. And we here at Locked On are running our brackets with RunYourPool.com. Along with standard brackets, Run Your Pool offers game types like Survivor or X, both really fun in their own way. Look them up. They're unique and just a really good way to go about putting together bracket pools with friends, family, and everybody else. They have options to added scoring. They offer more intel to make your picks, all stuff you won't find at ESPN or CBS. We believe in Run Your Pool here at Locked On because, like I said, we're running our brackets there ourselves. There's no truer test than that. If you want to play against us for a shot at a cash prize, join us at runyourpool.com slash locked on while you're there. Create your own pool for friends and family. Enter pure madness at checkout for $10 off our custom or your custom pool. All the rules and details will be available there. That's runyourpool.com slash locked on for your chance to win a cash prize. We look forward to seeing and beating you there. And while you're in that mode of college basketball you got to be able to keep yourself filled up right and what better way to do that than with built bar it's the time of year where usually you give up on your, all your new year's resolutions not this year because built bar is fantastic if you haven't tried the puffs you're missing out one of the best tasting products built bar has ever made they're the first ever protein infused marshmallow yeah I remember eating s'mores popping a marshmallow in your mouth imagine if that was good for you had protein and covered in chocolate that's what built bars are most built bars have 130 calories four grams of sugar four net carbs 17 grams of protein 100 real chocolate as always go to built.com scroll down to the macros chart you'll be blown away high protein low calorie high fiber low carb everything you want and they taste delicious I have stocked them up in my golf bag. I seriously have. Can't get enough of the mint brownie. But there's a bunch of other flavors. Coconut. Coconut almond. New for this month. White chocolate. Cookies and cream. That's one my dad would go after. He is a sucker for cookies and cream. They're all delicious. New flavors coming out all the time. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15. Get 15% off your order. Promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right. The energy is still flowing because... I just want Oregon to get into the tournament. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care how it ends up being. Just, just get there. Just get there. Be a part of it. Be a part of the madness and the greatest sporting event in the world. This win against UCLA, big part of it for sure. 68-63 the final. Great crowd at Matthew United Arena, as I said. The offense did just enough. In this one, and the final score certainly would indicate that not a particularly high scoring affair, but that's never been the M.O. of Dane Altman teams, right? The offense needs to do enough. And when the Ducks are at their best, they're defending well. And I'll get to uh, the big guy who played well today for the Ducks in just a moment. But worthy of note, Will Richardson, Quincy Garrier had 43 of Oregon's 81 points Saturday in Tucson in the narrow loss to number three, Arizona, in front of one of probably the best environment in Pac-12 basketball down in Arizona, the zoo. It's probably the best one. I mean, there, there are other good ones. like Matthew Knight Arena can get rocking, but Arizona's probably number one. They're, they're, they're really, really awesome down there. But Richardson and Garrier were carrying the offense, but this is why you can't be all in on just two guys. They combined for 15 points, three of 17 shooting yikes. Garrier didn't make a field goal. He was uh, 0 for 4. Richardson was three of 13 and they were one of 10 from beyond the arc. Richardson had the one make Gary missed his look. So it wasn't a Quincy Gary a day. And you know what? That's okay. Because the other guys stepped up and after that Arizona game, you know, when Harmon never really had much of a rhythm and Jacob Young had some uh, costly turnovers late some big buckets and big plays as well. If I told you coming into this game against UCLA that Gary and Richardson would score 15 points on 17 shots, you would have said, that's probably not going to bode very well. And yet, here the Ducks are victorious with a season sweep over the Bruins. Davion Harmon led the way. Game high, 17 points. That's how you know it's a low-scoring affair. (laughs) The league scorer has got 17 points. Three of five from beyond the arc. And when you can get production like that from Davion Harmon, he was five of seven from the floor. That level of efficiency at that volume hasn't been something that really any of the Oregon guards have shown on a consistent basis. But when one or two of them can have it working like that, this Oregon team can score enough points. And beating a team like UCLA just just shows you. And with the way they played Saturday against Arizona, these Ducks can play with anybody. They're, They're capable of doing that when they're able to play within themselves, be smart, not have stupid plays. And speaking of that, who someone who has been victim of it many times this year, as we know, Jacob Young, 14 points, six assists, five of 11 shooting. Here's the key stat. Two turnovers, two, count them, one, two, a three to one assist to turnover ratio. If Jacob Young plays like that, the ceiling for this Oregon team goes up dramatically because being able to complement Richardson and Harmon is one thing, but being able to take over the offense in a sense there was a stretch in the second half where jacob young was the lead man for oregon at the offensive end of the court when he can do that it elevates this team in a big big way that was huge but you've all heard of the band the beastie boys right i think there's another one called the beach boys or something like that have you heard of the bench boys let me tell you about the bench boys their names are frank kepnong And Eric Williams, Jr., they combined for 19 points off the bench on, wait for it, 10 shots. Williams had 11. He was 3 of 3 from beyond the arc, 4, 6 from the floor. Kepnong was 3 of 4. He had 8 points, 9 rebounds. Here's the big stat. Three blocks. Oregon's defenses over the years have always been one of the best parts for Dana Altman teams. It's just the way that they play. And as I said for tonight, the offense did enough. And the defense was able to carry the load, win the day. No one on UCLA had had more than 12 points in this game. The-, the the Bruins as a team shot it just 37% from the floor. Four of 24 from beyond the arc. Having that inside shot blocking presence is so key because it affects the psyche of guys. When when players who are usually good shooters start missing open shots, usually it's because they're not in the rhythm. And you can take guys out of it, out of the rhythm that is, or out of the flow of the game when you block their shots at the rim. And that is what Kepnock did in this game. Those three blocks came in a sequence kind of at the end of the half. He was fantastic. And he and Dante... I just need one of them to be great and the other one to be serviceable. And Saturday was a Dante game. And here tonight against UCLA, it was a Frank Kepnong game. I am totally okay with either one. They can both be very productive. As you see, eight, nine, and three blocks off the bench. That's that's fantastic. And it's important that those two guys are able to give Dane Altman good minutes because this is essentially a seven-and-a-half-man rotation. I mean, Sores gets a few minutes here and there just to give the guards a break, but it's really just Kepnong and William. Only eight guys played tonight for the Ducks. Eight. That's not a lot, and that's pretty typical for this Oregon team. It's a very tight rotation, so getting that sort of production when Garrier and Richardson struggle, that's, that's absolutely huge for the Ducks. And the defense carried the day. They held the number 12 Bruins to 63 points. Crowd was definitely a part of that. Um, I I just I love seeing the energy from the fans being there and keeping the hope alive for for this season, whatever it ends up producing. This is just one of those days. You just got to enjoy it. Just live in the moment and and cherish the win. Enjoy it. Now, something worthy of note on the UCLA side of things. Johnny Juzang only played 11 minutes. He was kind of limited coming into this game with an injury anyway. And look, does that help Oregon? Yes, of course it does. And, you know, not having fans against UCLA and USC, that helped too. But here's where you have to come down if you're an Oregon fan. None of that stuff matters at the end of the day. In college football, it does. In college football, that's the sort of stuff when factoring in whether You know, a bowl committee would want to put you in a big game. or Whether you'd get into the college football playoff, they'll factor in, well, they beat this team, Eh, but this team didn't have their starting quarterback, or "Eh, this team didn't have that guy. It can play a factor. In college basketball, there's too many games. It goes all out the window. Fans, no fans, Juzang, no Juzang, limited Juzang, whatever the case may be. You just care about the wins, and Oregon getting the W here is big time. It's all about the W's, baby. That's all we need. That's what Oregon got here. Uh, And they keep their at-large hopes alive. And and speaking of which, I'll get to where Oregon stands with the tournament and whether or not they have to win the Pac-12 tournament. Not yet. They're keeping themselves alive for an at-large. And you know, football might be over the season, but basketball, as we know, is in full steam for both pro and college troops. For all the latest odds. Totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land. BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. It's not just basketball. BetOnline.net, your source for hockey, boxing, UFC, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. And so where Oregon goes from here is looking at, at their potential to get an at-large. And, of course, during this game, uh, which had Dave Patch and Bill Walton on the call, and I am such a fan. You know, as a play-by-play guy, I, I study Dave Patch a lot. He's really good. And <laughs> Bill Walton, some of you might not like him. Don't put me in that crowd. I'm a fan. He's entertaining. You know, the best moments are <laughs> when he's given Dave Flack. He says, like, oh, you know, it's a 56% foul shooter. And then Bill says something like, oh, he made both of them in your face, Dave. It's just all that sort of stuff. I'm I'm such a fan. Bill Walton is a, is a national treasure in so many ways. But Oregon's got three games left. Now, Lenardi before the game ended, came in and said, look, Oregon is a team that is listed as has work to do in the Pac-12 behind the three locks in the conference, which are uh, UCLA, USC, and Arizona. Those teams are in no matter what, even if they lose the rest of their games. And Lenardi said that Oregon could get an at-large berth if they split with the LA schools, which is now the worst we can do against them down the stretch. They beat the Washington schools, Washington and Washington State next week, and they get at least to the semis of the Pac-12 tournament. Well, said if they do those things, Oregon would pretty confidently be in for an at-large. They wouldn't need to get the automatic berth from winning the Pac-12 Conference Tournament in Las Vegas at T-Mobile Arena. So right now, with this win, the Ducks are 18-10. and 10. If they sweep the regular season here, I, I can't say with any confidence that they will just because they've been so up and down. If they play like this for the next three games, yeah, they cer- they certainly could. They certainly could. Last I checked the score, you know, as I'm recording this, uh, the Beavs were giving USC a little bit of trouble, so the Trojans might not be coming in rolling necessarily when they come into Matthew Knight Arena for senior night. But if Oregon sweeps the end of the regular season, they would be at 21-10, a sweep of UCLA and USC or top 25 teams. When you throw in that many quad one wins, the bad losses, man, they just... <sighs> They hurt. They just they they always hurt. I keep coming back to that because it continues to be true. Oregon right now would be twenty and eight if they just beaten us or uh, ASU and Cal, neither of which are good basketball teams. So those are making it this much more stressful. And they lost to ASU twice, just absolutely brutal. But we've got a chance. We 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 have got a chance at this, and that's all we wanted. Right coming into this game. You know, the pregame notes that, that I had written down, uh, j- just thinking about, you know, what my thoughts were. And, and then I, I reflect on those before I come on and and talk about the episode. They, they were really simple. It was, can we continue to play with the urgency we showed Saturday against Arizona? Check. And next, could we continue to rack up wins and just focus on the next opponent? We'll see if that's able to happen because this is a huge win in Oregon. It puts them in a much better spot than they were before, but they were in a really bad spot before. So they can't get complacent. They can't coast. They can't approach these last few games with a mindset of, Oh, we beat UCLA. We've got that to, to hang our hat on. We're doing okay. No, they, they they can't afford to do that at all. So there's three games left in the regular season. And and by the way, just finishing up on, on one thing, if they sweep the regular season, because Lenardi said they, if they split with the L.A. schools and then beat both Washington schools, they would have to get to the Pac-12 semis. I don't think they would have to if they win their next three games, beat USC, both Washington schools on the road, who neither of which are great, but have been playing some decent basketball. So you got three games left. Saturday against USC, 7 p.m. Pacific time on ESPN2. I... <laughs> I hope it's it's Dave Pass and Bill Walton cuz like I said I'm I'm a fan. I I am 100% a fan and they, they they do Oregon games all the time and it tends to go at least decently well. They were there in LA for the win against uh, UCLA and they were on the call for this one as well and they've done a lot of great Oregon games over the years. So I think that crew kind of bodes well for us as Duck fans, but I, I I hope it's them and I'm definitely going to be uh, Watching that game, my uh, aforementioned brother will actually be uh, paying me a visit. We're going to play some golf. But once we finish, we are going right to the television to watch some duck basketball. Then next week, Thursday, March 3rd at Washington in Seattle, 13 and 13 overall, eight and eight in conference right now as I record this on Thursday night after uh, the big win against UCLA. And Oregon ran them out out of the gym in the first meeting. If they do that again, man, I would just. Love that. But with the way that this season has gone, the way that this team has played, I can't imagine them getting a blowout road win. It just doesn't feel like it's really in the cards. So those are games Oregon should win against Washington. And then next Saturday, the regular season finale at Washington State, who's 15 and 12, 8 and 8 in conference play this year. And Oregon played them down to the wire recently at home, 62 59, the final. And Look, if this team were to play how they've performed the last two times out, almost beating Arizona, knocking off UCLA, if they do that against those Washington schools, they will be able to to win comfortably. But on the road, I don't know. It's all about whether or not this team is going to be able to get motivated. I, I mentioned the crowd tonight, not just because I love Oregon fans, but because I think that this team has had these slow starts and these weird stretches where they don't play well, you know, a 24-0 run against Cal because sometimes they just struggle getting motivated. You know, there's no real alpha or leader that that they look to. Will Richardson's kind of a quiet guy, and he's the, the number one on this team, so to speak. And I think down in Arizona, having the opposing crowd there fired him up. And, you know, maybe in Washington, a rivalry game will, will be enough with the Huskies. I, of course, remember that great Peyton Pritchard shot. And he walks around and says, this is my city. This is my city. I love that moment so much. And I know many of you do as well. But how is Oregon going to be able to find motivation in the next few games? But can't look too far ahead. USC's next. If Oregon gets that win on Saturday, <sighs> That'd be a big one. That would be a big, big win to boost the resume, to have another quad one win, sweeping the UCL or the, the LA schools. That could be some big time stuff, but lots of energy. The season is alive and we're just taking it one game at a time, three left in the regular season. We're going to be here to break them all down on Locked on Ducks. I appreciate everyone listening and watching. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Go Ducks.